In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today. Do you know that the central experience of our faith is the cross and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ? But you have no resurrection without the proclamation of the cross. What did St. Paul say in Galatians 6, 14? May I never boast of anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. May I never boast of anything, not the miracles, nothing but the cross of Jesus Christ. And he also says in many places, because he proclaims the cross, he suffers, goes to jail, does all these things for love of God. May I never rejoice in anything but the cross of Jesus Christ, where I have been crucified to the world and the world to me. We're looking at Galatians 3. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before you and before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly exhibited as crucified. Now, how do they exhibit Christ as crucified? Through their preaching, I'll read it again. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly exhibited as crucified. As they proclaimed the cross, it was a public exhibition. Oh yes, how we need to proclaim the cross. The only thing I want to learn from you is did you receive the Spirit by doing works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish having started with the Spirit? Are you now ending with the flesh? They're being tempted to circumcise. And this is that's what a real Christian is one who gets circumcised. St. Paul says, Who has bewitched you? Let me tell you, it's only in the cross that we have salvation. It's only in the cross that we have healing. It's only in the cross that we have exhortation. The cross of Jesus Christ. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross 
you have redeemed the world. So Paul says he's not going to boast in anything but the cross of Jesus Christ. That's it. And if that's good enough for Paul, it's good enough for me. How we need to proclaim the crucified Lord. How we need to do that. Now I'm looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I did not come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in lofty words of wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That was the message. Publicly proclaimed the cross of Jesus Christ and him crucified. Oh yes, I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the Spirit and power. Why was there powerful experience, power and spirit? Because he proclaimed the cross. Oh yes, yesterday when we had the healing service, I would pray in the name of Jesus, by the power of the cross, be healed of this back problem. And you know what? Someone was. There was a hip that was healed. I called it out. And a hip was healed. You see, it's all about the cross. The demonstration of power through the proclamation of the cross. Now what are most people proclaiming? I don't know. Of course it's cross and resurrection. But this is Holy Thursday, and we want to proclaim the cross on Holy Thursday and Good Friday. We want to proclaim the cross, the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, where I have been crucified to the world and the world to me. Let me continue. Isaiah 52, verse 13. See, my servant shall prosper. He shall be exalted and lifted up. Where was Jesus exalted and lifted up? On the cross. And he shall be very high. Just as many were many who were astonished at him, so marred was his appearance beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of mortals. He was beaten. He was spat upon. They put a crown of thorns in his head. In his form beyond that of mortals. So he shall startle many nations. Kings shall shut their mouths because of him. For that which had not been told them, they shall see and that which they had not heard, they shall contemplate. And we continue to talk about the marred body of Christ. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised, 
rejected by men, a man of suffering and acquainted with infirmity, as one from whom men hide their faces. He was despised, and we held him of no account. Oh yes, Jesus was despised. But let me tell you, his suffering, his death, his resurrection is our salvation. Do you know that there is salvation in no other name but the name of Jesus? Why did Paul, before his conversion, try to kill Christians and put them in jail? I'll tell you why. Because the scripture says, Cursed is the man who dies upon a tree. That's Jesus. And Paul said he can't be the Messiah. He's a curse. So he put people in jail and killed people like Stephen. But let me tell you, Paul later writes, he became a curse, Jesus, so that we, you and I, might become the righteousness of God in him, in Christ. When I'm breaking curses, I say, Jesus, you became a curse so that we might be the righteousness, righteousness of God in Christ. Break this curse in the name of Jesus who became a curse on the cross. Oh yes, the cross was not beautiful, but it's magnificent, I'll tell you. There is nothing more magnificent than the cross of Jesus Christ. It is our salvation. It is our power. It is our glorification, the wonderful cross of Jesus Christ. Verse 4 of 53, Surely he has borne our infirmities. Do you believe that? On the cross, he bore your infirmities and carried your diseases. On the cross, he bore your infirmities and carried your diseases. Do you see that we were healed by the power of the cross? Do you see it is the remedy for being sick? Not only doctors, we know, want to go to the best doctors, but we want to go to the best prayers who will invoke the power of the cross on us. Surely he has borne our infirmities and carried our diseases, yet we accounted him stricken, struck down by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, for our sins. He was crushed for our iniquities, for our sins. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole. Oh yes, from all eternity Jesus knew that he would become man and die upon a cross so that we might be healed and forgiven.
he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that made us whole. And by his stripes we were healed. Do you know that? What are you carrying today? Go to the best doctor, but by the stripes on the back of Jesus, you were healed by the power of God. Take out the passion of the cross, the passion of the Messiah, and look at Jesus being scourged by his wounds. We have been healed. But he was he was accounted him stricken, sm struck down by God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the punishment that makes us whole, and by his stripes we are healed, we were healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, that's sin. We have turned to our own way, that's sin. And the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. The only way to salvation is through the cross of Jesus Christ. Paul says it was publicly displayed to the Galatian community by his preaching. It is being publicly displayed now by the preaching of the gospel as I preach it to you. All we like sheep have gone astray, have turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him my iniquity, your iniquity, the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like a sheep that is before its shearers, he was silent, so he did not open his mouth. We see in John's Gospel, Pilate talking to him, what is truth? Jesus does not open his mouth, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like a sheep before its shearers, he is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By a perversion of justice, he was taken away. Who could have imagined his future? For he was cut off from the land of the living, stricken for the transgressions of my people. They made a grave with the wicked, and his tomb with the rich. Although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him with pain for me, for you. He wanted to do this from all eternity. He knew he was going to do this, to save you and to save me. This is powerful. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him 
with pain when you make his life an offering for sin. His crucifixion was an offering for sin. He shall see his offspring and shall proclaim his days. Through him the will of the Lord shall prosper. Out of his anguish he shall see light. He shall find satisfaction through his knowledge. The righteous one, my servant, shall make many righteous by his blood, by his blood, by his blood. And he shall bear their iniquities. He shall bear their sins. Therefore, I will allot him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out himself to death and was numbered with the transgressors, yet he bore the sin of many and made intercession for transgressors. He prayed for us, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He prayed that we would be forgiven for crucifying Jesus. Who crucified Jesus? I did by my sins, by my iniquities. I crucified Jesus. But what does he say? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I'll tell you, we need a new proclamation of the cross. And I tell you, we can never out-preach the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We can never out-preach the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. I receive this in my messages. If you have a secret sorrow, a burden, or a loss, an aching need for healing, hang it on the cross. If worry steals your sleep and makes you turn and toss, if your heart is feeling heavy, hang it on the cross. Every obstacle to faith or doubt you come across, every prayer unanswered, hang it on the cross. For Christ has borne our brokenness and dearly paid the cost to turn our trials into triumph, hanging it on the cross. I tell you, the cross is powerful. Paul was persecuted because he preached the cross. On Mars Hill, he had philosophers there. He did not preach the cross. He preached the resurrection. And there weren't many converts. Why? Because he did not preach the cross. And on the Acts of the Apostles after that, he says he was going to Corinth. And in Corinth, he said, I decided to know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. Are you hanging your pain upon the cross? By his stripes, 
you were healed. Are you hanging your answered prayer on the cross? Not answered prayer. By his cross, by his stripes, you were healed. All we like sheep had gone astray, but God laid on him the iniquity of us all. Do you know that? Do you know that you've been set free through the cross of Jesus Christ? But so many people love to kiss their chains rather than have the cross break them. You see, because if I'm kissing my chains, people will feel sorry for me. No, don't kiss your chains. They were broken on the cross of Jesus Christ. Do you know that? Do you know that? Do you know that? I'm going to read from that again. Let me read it again. If you have a secret sorrow, a burden or a loss, an aching need for healing, hang it on the cross. If worry steals your sleep and makes you turn and toss, if your heart is feeling heavy, hang it on the cross. Every obstacle to faith or doubt you come across, every prayer unanswered, hang it on the cross. For Christ has borne our brokenness, your brokenness, my brokenness, and dearly paid the cost to turn our triumphs, to turn our trials into triumph by hanging it on the cross. This is so beautiful, so simple, so simple. I used to tell people, and I'll tell you again, put your pain on a piece of paper, write it out, and put a crucifix over it. Hang it on a cross. By his stripes you have been healed. This is God's answer to all our problems. This is God's answer to all your problems. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. She said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Oh, what suffering she endured when she stood under the cross. What suffering that the prophet Simeon said, A sword shall pierce your own soul, that the hearts of many may be laid bare. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. We adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.